Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is You Better You Bet. It is a magnificent football Monday. It's Nick Costos, it's Ken Barkley, and it's you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And what a badass two hours of wagertainment it's going to be as we continue to break down Super Bowl 58, all of our bets. Uh, we haven't even gotten into the broadcast yet. We'll talk about the halftime show. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports will stop by in 20 minutes, give us a full Super Bowl postmortem. And we will continue, both with Eric and with Ken and myself, to look ahead to next season in the National Football League because it is actually hashtag never too early to do so, and we will do that no, as we move on along show. In, in the program. We're always uh, first on this show. We're always and first. I love that. And I love yeah. that. Uh, Rick Camp will join us coming up in the Power Hour. Jason Sobel in the Power Hour. Bets for NBA and golf, respectively. All of our bets for tonight coming up to to wrap up the show. But can we now enter our number two? And really all we've talked about from the Super Bowl was our bets and then what was just a topsy-turvy live MVP market throughout the game. And, of course, it was just like, you know, won by the uh, the quarterback of the team that won, Patrick Mahomes, who had the amazing overtime drive to uh, to win the Super Bowl, culminating in the game-winning touchdown pass in overtime to Mecole Hardman. So, my friend, this can be dealer's choice, man. We can go in a million different directions here uh, from Super Bowl 58. Anything that tickles your fancy, betting or otherwise. Uh, I, I had one thing written down for the betting market for the game that I thought was interesting. And uh, just, you know, like I... I'm still, <laughs> whether I like it or not, I still I still go on Twitter like a, a pretty good amount, more than I probably should. And I listen to other betting shows and other betting podcasts. I try to just, partly because I'm just like, how do, like, what do we talk about? What do they talk about? Uh, partly it's like, well, that, that was an interesting point. I mean, make sure to write that down and look that up. Like, it's just, you're always trying to get more information. There was just, uh, there's always going to be a lot, though, of 
this like reference of like who the public is on and therefore I must be on the opposite side of this and nothing else can be the right answer to the question. And I saw like more than usual, I feel like a lot of people who do gambling content place what apparently for them was like a really like an uncomfortable amount of money on San Francisco to win the game. Oh, and my concern is not that they, well, actually my concern is partly that they did that if it, if it really was an uncomfortable sum of money, cause that shouldn't really happen. Um, gamble responsibly, but part of it, my concern is that the only reason they did that was that they felt like everyone was on Kansas city and like, maybe this game can really act as like kind of a tent pole for the idea that sports are more random than people think. And maybe it can't cause people are going to be like, well, Taylor Swift, like it was rigged so that they were going to win and uh, whatever. And, <laughs> but, but in terms of San Francisco, there's always this notion and look, I'm, I'm always curious what everyone's betting too. Like I'm curious Oh, like who's everyone betting in the Super Bowl? That's interesting. Everyone's betting Kansas City. But then at the same time, if it pivots to, well, what am I betting in the Super Bowl? What am I putting my actual money on? Um, I don't think that information has a place in that discussion. I think it has a place in a, just a fun discussion about sports and what people are betting on. I think it absolutely has a place in that. I'm, I'm curious about that stuff too. Who's everybody on? Oh, okay. Like, wow, really? Like everybody likes this? Uh, but at the same time, then when it comes time for me to put my money on something, it just that's where you lose me a little bit and uh and just whenever in the future we get to a situation where it seems like everyone is on something in any event and you are inclined upon hearing that to either question your own opinion on the game or to bet the opposite side solely for that reason solely for that reason let's let's just please remember you know the super bowl you know the biggest game of the year in any sport the biggest betting market the thing with the most money's bet where there would be you would think the most interest in who everyone's on and the most like acceptance of this philosophy oh the public's on this and in this case the public the billions and billions and billions of that this isn't a college basketball game tonight and yet despite that and despite like a, just an incredible ton of money coming in on kansas city they won the game anyway because you know what it doesn't matter because just it's too it's too random the game goes to overtime like come on you know like come on on this stuff so i just it's always tough like when i think when people bet they try to be contrarian and look i like contrarianism too but i like it because of the price i don't like it just because my neighbor's on something and when when you make bets for this reason like I just think you uh, you kind of like deny yourself one of the funnest parts of betting on sports, which is like thinking about the game for yourself and how you think it's going to play out and hashtag like do your own research. Like that's that's like my favorite part. And I won't be like dissuaded in betting like what I think is going to happen in the game if I think the price is good enough. I think that's the most fun part. And maybe people think the other part's fun too about like, well, I want to be against everybody and I want to be on what the sports book needs or whatever. But I just, uh, you play a dangerous game when you do that because I think you can get brainwashed pretty easily to being like that there is a certainty in the outcome of the game if everyone is on one side. And we are presented here with a situation where Mahomes is an underdog, everyone floods into bet Kansas City with their 20 bucks except they won, except everybody won that did that. And so like, not that it has to go this way. The Niners could have won, just accept that it's like so much more random than you think. And going into a game being like, I, oh, well, this has to be good because I know who everybody else bet on. Maybe we can like have this more as a little bit more ammunition in that argument that uh, the games are much more random than that. Do you know what it is? I think it's like, like bet what you actually want to bet. 
Right. Like, if you like Kansas City in the game, don't bet San Francisco because you think, oh, well, everyone's on Kansas City, so they can't win. Right. Like, if you liked San Francisco, like, if you handicapped the game and you like the Niners and you bet the Niners, yeah. like, God bless you. There are plenty like, of reasons to like them. I kind of like, like them. But, yeah. um, and look, it kind of became, like, a little shticky, right? And I can admit that because it's pretty obvious, right? How many people came up to us, Ken, in Vegas, like, not just on air, but off air, and with the media members, fans, whatever, that are saying, man, like, I, I like the Chiefs in the game. I think Kelsey's going to have a huge game. And I'm worried because I feel like everyone likes it. And what I said back to these people, and I'm admitting that some of this is for shtick, but also I liked it too. Great, like, we're all going to win. Like, everyone's just going to win, and it's going to be really awesome. Like, all the squares are going to win. We're all going to be really happy on Sunday night. It didn't have to go that way, but I, I, I'm I, proud of myself because I used to be a contrarian like that. Oh, well, 80% of the public's on something. Let me bet the other side, regardless of what the teams are, like how they're coming into the game, what the injury what report the is. What the point spread is. What the point spread is. Yeah, man. I, 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 I think, like, the lesson that I've learned a little bit is just, like, bet what you want to bet. And if that's a contrarian position and like you actually, like for a reason other than, well, 95% of the people are on it. Or like like you said, your next door neighbor likes it. Like that's not a good reason to make a bet. Like act, bet what you like. Who cares what the public likes? The public wins right. sometimes. How'd, how'd yesterday just, go? How'd the Super Bowl yeah. go? I think just, uh, it's and that's my thing. It's not the idea of like, look, like you're going to, sometimes you're going to be contrarian, you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to be contrarian, you're going to lose. But just the idea that I, my problem with this stuff is, uh, Again, I just it's you play a dangerous game because the way the messaging works on this is like, well, we actually know before it starts what it's going to be because of this data, and that's that's where you lose me on this stuff. Look, as a as an as a something to consume as just an entertainment product, I I think it's interesting. Like I click on the tweets, I click on the stuff. Like I'm I'm entertained. Like you know, there's all this stuff. Like a hundred percent of the money is on an over on this prop or something. Like like man, like everybody needs that tonight, but I'm also not like, oh, everybody needs that tonight. So let me go bet a ton of money on the, on the under. Why? Like, if you can't measure this stuff in price, then, uh, then you're going to just have a really tough time, I think. And I, I also like, I, I know I don't really want us to be the like, well, don't bet for this reason, bet for this reason. Like you can bet for whatever reason you want. I just, I don't like the brainwashing aspect. Uh, I like, I like, open-mindedness and clarity and under acceptance of randomness and like that there's kind of like room for every everybody in the conversation honestly to like have their viewpoint and i bet because of this so i just what i could what i'm concerned about is when it's like it's reported and the way it's always analyzed is like well then that means this that means that before the game even starts because of how the bets have come in we actually know what's going to happen and i i think to a person and in private people would acknowledge like well, there's no way that's what it is. Like sports are too random for that. But when you get like everyone together and so, and this is the thing about social media, right? It like brings all these people together in the same place. It also means like you can get affected by this. It can get into your brain. Like, trust me, like it's easy to happen. It gets into your brain and you like can't shake this stuff. It's really tough. Um, it's brainwashing, honestly. Maybe that's like a little too sort of like insulting of a word because that implies well, that the person I, well, that's putting well, it out I, is doing I, the brainwashing. Can I, but you can know I qualify I mean. this a little bit? I don't know if right. it's, and like, I know what you're trying to say. Right. I don't know that it's sinister because like the implication, and I, I'm right. not suggesting this is what you you're were right. saying, but I it's, totally but it's almost like, but it's almost right. like the implication is, is that the person that's putting that out is like, is like purposefully trying to trick people. To do it for it's that like that reason. person. Yeah. Right. Like that yeah. person probably believes it. Also the person that's putting right. like the, like the intern like for the, for the big account. Right. It's something like that. It like removes part of your ability to like make rational decisions because you're like, well, I was going to make this rational decision about what I liked, but now I'm being 
influenced by this other information without even maybe even realizing it and it gets in there and it starts messing with your thought processes and stuff like it's tough so look that information is always going to be there i actually kind of like like again i like that this stuff exists i think it's super interesting the problem is like there's a difference between oh I, I that's really interesting i'm glad i read that to just like well now now one one team must win and the other must die because like it has to be this way and i think there are a lot of people that believe that and there are a lot of people that see that a lot of people believe it and then they start believing it and then it gets kind of dangerous because i think it just leads people to bet a lot of money when maybe they wouldn't have bet as much money because it creates this irrational confidence is probably the right way to put it that there's that like this is like this real conspiracy almost kind of thing that happens and, and i hope that this this game at least like you know just it relieves some of that i feel like for like it's it's okay to like the team that everyone likes and that every it's okay to do that like just consider the price and consider kind of like what you like in the game and listen to other people's opinions i'm definitely not saying don't do that but just like i think being a little skeptical in all these situations is a really good idea you better you bet with nick and ken magnificent football monday breaking down super bowl 58 also uh <laughs> Anytime Mahomes is ever an underdog the rest of his career, I might just click that button. Well, how many more times <laughs> do you think that's going to happen? I mean, they played an all-time team. I mean, like an all-time. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs, that you saw that, uh, like, by DVOA. What was it? Aaron Schatz probably tweeted it out. Um, Dude, they beat the that, three best teams in the league in a row to win the Super Bowl. Well, the, B -B Bills, the toughest, Ravens, Niners, goodbye. Toughest path to win a Super Bowl ever. By team quality, not just seed, by team quality, toughest path to win a Super Bowl of all time. Because the Ravens and Niners, and I, I remember saying this at the start of the playoffs, and I think you said it too, like these are like all-time good regular season teams. That doesn't mean postseason teams, but that means like all-time, they they achieved more based on team quality than almost any other team had achieved before. These were two of like the 10 best ever, and the Chiefs beat both of them, and beat one of them at their place, which is almost even more impressive. Um, yeah, I would say like the modern era equivalent would be like my 07 Giants, but the Giants beat Tampa in the first round and Tampa was not right. Like, can't, like the Chiefs beat a Dolphins team that at points was a regular season juggernaut. Right. Limping into in the game, to be fair. Like yeah, Giants yeah. won in Dallas, in Green Bay, and yep. then the Super Bowl against the That's undefeated Patriots. The, the, Chief, the, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, then won in Buffalo, in Baltimore, and beat San Francisco. It, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, Let's talk about the game a little bit. We'll do the sure. broadcast, and I, I can't wait to talk about next year also. Um, so I did kind of like an impassioned defense a little bit of Kyle Shanahan to end our number one of the show. And I think he's one of the big stories of the game. Mahomes is obviously other, just that, like, he's Jordan. And he's not, like, no one else is basically ever going to win. I will say that, remember, we used to say this about Brady, and then Peyton Manning eventually won one. So it's not that it has to go like this forever, but that's the arc that we're on right now, is that there's no oxygen for anybody else. Mahomes occupies 100% of it right now um, at the quarterback position in the National Football League. So he's obviously tremendous and wins the game at the end. People think Kyle Shanahan lost the game. What did you make, Ken, of how the game actually played out, won by Kansas City in overtime? Well, isn't it crazy that I feel like if you would ask us at the end of our trip to Vegas, talk to hundreds of people, you know, dozens of guests about who they liked in the game, the consensus opinion among like if you were to take all of it and kind of average it or distill it down to some essence, it would have been like really small difference between the teams, not totally sure who's going to win, but we'll go with the Chiefs because of Mahomes. Like that's pretty much the analysis. Like if you take all the analysis we got all week and distilled it, that was exactly what the game was exactly what the game was the Niners were like a slightly better team or maybe a much better team one of the like the unwritten parts of this game and for it'll be forgotten about because the game was extremely long and had a lot of twists and turns in it 
just the incredible dominance that the Niners came out with in the first quarter of the game. I mean, like it was like a 21, nothing kind of first quarter that they played. And, and it obviously turned to nothing close to that. McCaffrey fumbles in the red zone. They have a drive stall because of two, I mean, two Trent Williams penalties of all things, like a guy who's like maybe one of the best at his position of all time. And, you know, chiefs made their mistakes too, but, at one point in the first quarter, they put up a yards per play graphic and it was like eight to two. And it was like the closing minute of the first quarter. And you just go like, man, how are they going to get out of this thing? Like they need to get this to some kind of like one possession tie game. And they obviously did that. They kicked the field goal before halftime, get the ball to start the second half and uh, and kind of off and running from there. What'd you make of uh, some of Shanahan's decision making? And feel free to disagree with me, obviously. I, uh... I mean, I don't know if it's like a lock go for it on that fourth down. Like, I don't know what I would do if I coach Ken Barkley in that situation. But uh, but yeah, I, I always like aggressive decision making, like when it's close or when you're between two things and there's not an obvious answer. Like you're just you, you can never pencil in that someone like that on the other side is going to fail or not do the maximum. So you have to kind of assume they're going to do the maximum. It's like in golf, like I have to assume the guy's going to birdie the par fives. Like if it's Tiger Woods, he's going to birdie down the stretch. So I have to do this in my round to make sure he does that. And Shanahan did the same thing against Mahomes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm happy I won my bet. I'm gutted for the guy. I'm gutted for Sarah. That charmed franchise for 20 years. Now three yeah. crushing Super Bowl losses in the last 11. Coming up next, Eric Eager joins Nick and Ken to talk Super Bowl 58 and spin it forward to next season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.